Welcome to Legacy Church. Thank you for joining us in our journey to see our potential in Christ become a legacy in our community. We hope that you are encouraged by this word from Pastor Chad Owens and pray that you will walk away with something incredible from your time here with us. What's up, Legacy Church family? Just want to welcome you here today on this live stream video of our church service here uh, on this Sunday morning. We are so glad that you chose to worship with us today. Uh, we pray that you've got your family together there in your living room, that you've had some time just to spend together over this last week. They're being quarantined in your house. I hope you're not going crazy. Uh, but we just want to welcome you this morning and just say thank you so much for uh, taking this time out of your Sunday to be with us. Um, I know things are different right now. Things look different. Things are different all over the world right now. But uh, just want you to know that uh, we're doing our very best to keep you informed of what's happening here, not only in our church, but other things that are happening around us through our social media, through Instagram and Facebook. So make sure you check that out and uh, just make sure you're aware of everything that's, that's going on. Uh, I want you to know we're praying for you. We're praying for you and your family, praying for your health. Uh, because I do know that these are un times of uncertainty right now, and uh, we know that God is still in control. Uh, I was just thinking about that just the other day, that, man, God is still in control no matter what's going on in our world, no matter what's happening around us, that uh, we serve an awesome God and that he is still in control. And so I just want to say thank you to Shelby and Logan for leading us into a time of worship. And I want to do this morning is I just want to share an encouraging word with you that I really feel like God laid on my heart over the last couple of days, just reading through some scripture. And I just want to encourage you today um, about some things that God has laid on my heart. Um, as I was putting this message together and just thinking about what I wanted to say and what I wanted to encourage you today is this, is that, that we're living in a different time right now. We're facing things that we've never faced before. We're having to do things that we've never done before. And um, I just want to challenge you today is this and encourage you to keep your faith in Jesus. Keep your faith in Jesus. Keep your life before Jesus. Keep everything that you have in front of Jesus and keep worshiping him. Keep praying out to him. Keep crying out to him because I'm telling you, he's going to get you through this difficult time and this difficult season in our life. And that's what I want to speak to you today about is just difficult moments and difficult times in our life. And I'm going to be speaking through um, the book of Acts chapter 16 this morning. Uh, we're going to be looking at the story of Paul and Silas. But before I get there, I want to kind of just give you some backstory about this, this scripture. The Bible talks about that, that Paul and Silas were, they were going to the temple to pray that day. And, um, this lady, she comes out of nowhere. This lady that was um, kind of overcome by this evil spirit. This lady that she could see the future. She was a, a fortune teller. And she just comes out of nowhere. nowhere. And for a couple of days, she's harassing Paul and Silas. And, and Paul just gets to the point where he's just like, man, I'm tired of this. And she's shouting at them. You know, everywhere they go, she's shouting out, these men are servants of the Most High God who who proclaimed to us the way of salvation. And so Paul's just getting fed up. He's getting tired of what's happening. And so basically he just does, he just begins, he just cast out this evil spirit out of this lady. And the lady that, the, or the men that this lady belonged to, they got mad. They got upset because they were using her to make money. 
And so now she's not able to do that because Paul has cast out this evil spirit. And so they're mad and they're upset. And so they drag Paul and Silas out into the streets. And the Bible says that they tear their clothes and that they begin to beat them with rods and right there in the middle of the street. And if that wasn't bad enough, the Bible says that they took him to the darkest parts of the prison and they threw him into the prison and they began to shackle them. Can I tell you today, that's a bad day. That was a bad day for Paul and Silas. It was a difficult time for Paul and Silas. In other words, their life was interrupted at that moment. Their life was interrupted. They were, they were going to the church to pray that day. And in that moment, everything changed for them. Everything just was interrupted by this situation. And I was thinking about that. Just, over the last week, things have changed so much. And, and our life has been interrupted by this coronavirus and everything that's happening around us. Um, and so we're, you know, we're, we're going through some times of uncertainty. We're going through some difficult times. And so, but I just want to challenge you as, as, as we talk about Paul and Silas this morning is this, just do what they did. Just, just do what Paul and Silas did is that when their life was interrupted, they just kept their focus upon God. You see, they didn't, they didn't put their faith on hold until this time was over. They didn't put their prayer on hold until this difficult time was over. They didn't put their worship on hold until this difficult time was over. But during this difficult time, they just did what they were accustomed to doing, and that is just getting along with God and seeking his face. You see, Psalms chapter 34, verse 1 says this. It says, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Not only do we worship God during difficult times, but we worship God in the midst of good times. So that no matter what season that we find ourselves in, no matter what's happening around us or even in our world, that our praise should be continually going forth towards God and, and crying out to God and giving him praise and giving him our, our worship. And so this morning, I just want to share with you just a few things that, that God laid upon my heart that uh, I feel like will encourage you and will encourage me today as we spend this time together. Number one is this. Paul and Silas, they exercised their faith. The Bible says there in Acts chapter 16, verse 25, it says, it says, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. You see, Paul and Silas in that moment, they allowed their faith to be greater than their fear. They were in times of uncertainty. They were in difficult times. They were going through a difficult challenge right now or in that moment in their life. But in that moment, they chose to allow their faith to lead them and not to be overcome by fear. They didn't allow the situation to change who they were. Even though the situation had changed around them, that even though the situation went from good to worse because they were going to the temple to pray that day, even though the situation went from good to worse, they didn't allow their faith uh, to, to be overcome by fear. In other words, they allowed their faith to, to rise up greater than their fear. You see, in times like this, if we're not careful, we will allow the outside world, the, new, the news media, things that we see on social media, things that we see here that are around our world, if we're not careful, we will allow the outside world to drive us to a place where our fear is greater than our faith because of what's going on around us. And you see, Paul and Silas, they didn't get caught up in that. But their faith was greater 
than their fear. Last week in our church service, just like, just like many churches around our nation, took time to pray, to pray for our nation, to pray for our president, to pray for our district leadership so that they would know how to handle this situation and know how to handle uh, the thing that is, that is standing there right in, in our face. And so we took time to pray for that and to pray for our churches and to pray for our people. But not only did we pray, but we also read Psalms 91. And we was reminded on that Sunday morning the promises of God. That God has given us a promise. And that promise in Psalms 91, it says that, that taking shelter in the shadow of God. That when we take shadow or when we take refuge and, and shelter in God, that he, he becomes our refuge. He becomes our fortress. That we don't have to fear what's happening around us. We don't have to fear the terror that comes at night. We don't have to fear the pestilence that may come during the dark times. But, but God is our refuge. He is our shelter. He is our strength. He's the one that we cry out to when, when we feel like fear may be creeping into our life. That God is our refuge and He is our strength. Psalms 46 verse 1 says this. It says, God is our refuge and our strength. An ever-present help in time of trouble. That during this time, during this season of uncertainty, that God is our help. That we seek His face during these times of trouble because He is our refuge and our strength. So I want to encourage you today is this. Make sure that your faith is stronger than your fear. Make sure that your faith is, is, is getting stronger every day and not allowing your fear to dictate or lead your life during this time of uncertainty. Number two is this. The Bible says that they begin to pray. They begin to pray. Verse 25 says that Paul and Silas were praying. They knew that the one thing that, that could change the whole situation, the one thing that, the, that could get them through this whole difficult moment was prayer. So Paul and Silas begin to cry out to God in a time of prayer. You see, Psalms chapter 34, verse 4 says this. It says, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all of my fears. You see, they didn't begin to badmouth the, the ones that called for their beating. They didn't begin to badmouth the ones who began to beat them. They didn't badmouth the, the, the prison guards. They didn't badmouth the situation. The Bible says that they just began to cry out to God in prayer. And so I want to challenge you, as you already have been doing and, and will continue to do, continue to, to cry out to God in prayer. Because this situation will change. It's going to change. But prayer changes everything. You see, prayer changes things in our life. And we are willing to go before our Heavenly Father and go into that secret place and, and begin to cry out to God. God hears our prayers. God's concerned with what's happening in our world today. He's not blindsided by what's going on. He's not taken by surprise what's happening around us. He knows exactly what's going on in our world today. And He knows exactly what you need where you are right now. So be reminded today that prayer changes things. You see, prayer takes our focus off of our situation. Prayer takes our focus off of the difficult times and it begins to place it on the one who can handle the situation. 
It changes the way that we think. It changes the way that we speak. It, it changes the way that we act. And so when we pray, remember, prayer changes everything. It changes the situation. Psalms chapter 18, verses 6, it says this. It says, In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried out to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. I want you to know today that God hears your prayers. That when you are taking time out to pray and to focus on God, God hears those prayers. And he's not only encouraging you today, but he's giving you the strength to be able to overcome the situation that we're faced with today because he's your refuge and he's, and he's your, your strength. So during those times of when we want, to get, we want to begin to worry or become anxious because we don't know the outcome, we don't know what's happening, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or even the next day, I was reminded in Philippians chapter 4, in verses 6 through 7, the Bible says this, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Present your request to God. Verse 7 says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You see, today God is guarding your heart. He's guarding your mind. He's giving you the peace that you need in your life. Why? Because you're bringing your needs, you're bringing your requests, you're bringing your petitions before God. The God of peace the God, of, the God who is our provider, the God who's going to give us the very thing that we need in our life. You see, I know that during this time that the devil wants us to become overwhelmed by worry or doubt or to be anxious about what's happening around us. We may be even worrying about our finances or worrying about our health or even worrying about our families, but instead of taking times to worry about what's Going on around us, we take time, like Paul and Silas did, to simply just go to the Lord in prayer. So when you feel those moments of worry, when you feel, feel those, those, those moments that your, you, your anxiety is raising up inside of you, I encourage you to do what Paul and Silas did, and that is to, to go before the Lord and just begin to pray and to cry out to God. See, Paul and Silas knew where their help came from, and so they began to cry out, in prayer. Psalms 121 verse 2 says this. It says, My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 and 34 says this. It says, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all of these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. But each day has enough trouble of its own. So we don't have to worry, we don't have to fret, we don't have to live in fear because we know who holds our future and we know who holds today and we know also know who holds tomorrow that we are in God's hands today and tomorrow. So I'm going to encourage you today that when you feel that worry come up inside of your life or that anxiousness come up inside of your life, just get along with God and begin to pray. And the last thing is this I want to share with you this morning is this. The Bible says that they begin to worship. Verse 25 says, But at midnight Paul and Silas were praying 
and they were singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. Can you just imagine that just for a moment this morning as, as Paul and Silas, they were having their own church service. They were there in prison in the darkest parts of the prison after being beaten and after being shackled you know, on their hands and possibly on their feet that, that they were holding a church service. The Bible says that they were praying and they were worshiping and they were singing songs and hymns to God. Can you just imagine the sound that was of worship that was ringing through those dark places throughout that prison? Things that these prisoners probably had never heard before, that this, this, this hallelujah was going forth, this, this battle cry was going forth coming out of Paul and Silas during this dark time as they were sitting in that prison that evening. Because what I've learned about worship is worship pierces those dark moments in our life. Worship goes to those deepest parts in our life and it begins to change things. It begins to change us on the inside because that's where I believe victory comes from is when we learn to worship even in our dark times. That we cry out to God and we, we, we don't focus on our problem. We don't focus on our situation. We don't look at the darkness that, are, that is around us, but we focus upon God just like Paul and Silas was doing that night is that they were worshiping God. The prisoners, the Bible said, had never heard anything like that before, ever. But the deafening uh, noise that was going throughout the prison that night was Paul and Silas's worship. You see, if there's ever been a time for the church to show the world what the church is all about, it's right now. It's time for the church to, to step forward and, and let the world know that, that we are in the same boat that they are. But we're choosing to react and, and respond to it a little bit differently. That we're going to uh, stand on our faith and not be overcome by fear. That we're going to pray and, and, and seek God and just cry out to God during those times. But not only that, but we're going to worship God. We're going to worship God because worship like prayer changes your mindset it helps you to focus on God it helps you to think about his goodness instead of looking at the difficulty that's around you you see what I love about that scripture is that Paul and Silas they didn't they didn't get lost in that moment in that difficult moment but they got lost in their worship they got lost in their worship they didn't wasn't focusing on the dark times. It wasn't focusing on that difficult moment, but they got lost in their worship. You see, you don't have to be in this building with me today to, to worship God. You can worship God at home. You can worship God in your car. You can worship God when you're outside cutting grass. You, you can worship God cleaning your house. You can worship God anywhere. We don't have to be in this building because this is just a building, but we are the church. You are the church. So wherever you go, you're carrying the Spirit of God with you. So wherever you go, you can take time out to worship God and to focus on God. About a week ago, I, I, I went into the gym early one morning. And, and over in the corner of the gym, there was, there was a few treadmills. And there was a lady that was over on the, the treadmill. And, and there, was, there was just me and her in, in this big area. And... and it's just out of nowhere, I could just hear her worshiping God. As she's walking on this treadmill, she was just 
sing a song of praise out to God. And, 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 and in that moment, it just, it just encouraged me that no matter where I am, that I can worship God, no matter who's around me, that I can cry out to God and, and focus my, my time in, in prayer and worship just like Paul, Paul and Silas did. Worship your way through this difficult time. Pray your way through this difficult time. Let your faith be greater than your fear. Isaiah chapter 12 verses 5 says this. It says, sing to the Lord for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Psalms 59 verse 16 it says, but I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning for you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the days of my distress. We're living in uncertain times right now. We don't know what tomorrow holds, nor do we know what next week holds, but we can rest assured of who holds tomorrow, and his name is Jesus Christ. Church family, I want to, I want to encourage you today to do exactly what Paul and Silas did when they were faced with a difficult situation. Let your faith be greater than your fear. Cry out to God in prayer, but also turn on some worship music and be, just begin to give God praise in the middle of that situation. And when we do those things, God will begin to turn that difficult situation around and we will begin to see change. You see, if you look like later on in those verses, in verses 26 through 30, I'm not going to read it this morning, you can read it later, that you can see that during that time that things begin to change the Bible says that the prison doors, uh, the foundations of the prison were began to shake and the doors flew open and, and everyone's chains fell off of them. But then it also said that, that the jailer came towards Paul and Silas and he asked them, he says, hey guys, how, what do I need to do to be saved? It's because of the situation that Silas, Paul and Silas were in that moment through their faith and prayer and worship, it changed the heart of the jailer to where he came to know who Jesus was because of how they were living their life during that difficult time. So Legacy Church, church family, I want to encourage you today, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep standing on faith. Keep praying. Keep trusting in God and just keep worshiping God because this time too shall pass. I want to pray for you this morning. Father, we, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for this opportunity we have just to be together with one another. God, just in, different, just in different locations. But Father, we know that your word says that we're two or more gather in your name. God, you are there. So God, today I pray that you would just touch our church family, Father. That you would speak to them today. That you would encourage them today, God, to, to allow them to, that their faith would become greater than their fear. That they would take time out as they already have, God, to continue to pray and to continue to worship God as this season too shall pass. Father, I pray your blessings over our lives, over our families. God, I just pray that you would continue to lead us and guide us. And God, we just want to give you everything. We want to give you our lives. We just want to give you um, everything that we are, God, just like Paul and Silas did. And God, we just love you and we thank you for this wonderful day. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen and amen. Be blessed. We will talk soon. Thank you once again for joining us at Legacy Church. 
Stay tuned in to our website for updates on events and check out other messages under the online listening tab. We'd love to see you, so join us Sundays at 10.30 a.m. or Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Have a blessed day.